Podcastle's uh, Nerd 35. This is uh, Harris Thompson, uh, my good man. And here's what happened last week. Quoted you, too. You trust like, didn't John her? Do that? You yeah. trust her? Mm. Right. So Naturally. Release the burden of having to make decisions and give Jen free range. Yeah. No, oh, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Yeah. Bathroom pranks. Ultraviolet password. Covered in blood. Yeah. Did you say Philly That's cheese or cheesesteak? I did, yeah. Frangible. Thanks, Obama. Hey, tweet us at the podcast. Let me have this podcast. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Nerdcastles podcastles nerd dot thirty five. Nerdcastle's pod. That should be the spinoff show, <laughs> the Nerdcastle. By the way, oh, I, I like always the need Nerd to refresh. I like to refresh the listeners from time to time because as we gain new followers and fans on Spotify and all the other platforms, uh, why Nerd Thirty Five? Well, John and I, in fifth, sixth Nerd grade, alert. we recorded a fake Nerd radio alert. show uh, in my room called, in our rooms called Nerd Nerd Alert Thirty Five, as if it were like. You know, magic one oh two nine. Well yeah, we and wanted we to fun the nerds. Right. In our class. Like we were imitating two classmates and we thought what is the lowest you know, number on the dial? And I think like forty oh. is the lowest. Like I, I don't even know what it was, but we're how about like thirty five? Like it's not Q one oh two, it's nerd thirty five. Nerd thirty five. And we would imitate the nerds of our classes and be like, Hello, this is you know, uh, 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 the albino Somalian, and we're going to be talking about air pressure and, and Boise. And, and what we went funny. over in science class today. Science class. Today we're going to be dissecting a frog, and you're going to get detention. Oh. I didn't do anything. No, but you will. Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're probably right. It's a preemptive frog. detention. We know it's coming. I think if they gave us the preemptive detentions, I wouldn't have argued. It would have been like, yeah, I mean, it's coming, so... Like I can argue now, but then that'll probably get me detention. So, see, yeah, I would have. I I think I would have went at it like, well, now I have like one fuck up in the bag, you know, like I'm <laughs> double I'm, jeopardy. I'm, yeah, like I'm, um, I'm in the I'm in the black. I can I can do something bad and I won't get in trouble for it because I already paid that detention. Yeah, it's fine. If I've paid my debt to the class, can detention, detention at yeah, Saint Jude. My debt. Such a joke. My debt sit, in, to, sit, in the, sit in the in the room for an hour. All right. It's like two kids who can't shut up. Let's have them sit and in silence. That'll that'll teach them. That won't just yeah, build up more anger to misbehave down the road. Right, and then they finally got it right in high school. Where I didn't really get a lot of attentions in high school. Not until like senior yeah. year when I was like cutting class. I really didn't get any. But I remember in high school when you got one. It was like you have to stay after school for an hour. You're like, no, that really does suck. I. Oh, I will just really? be better at not getting caught next time. That's yeah, what I think you I had? just they, I think it was like after school for like an hour or something like that, and I was like, 
No, Dude. no. At good old Lansdale Catholic High, we salute you. You would have to come in on Saturday from, oh! from 8 to noon. I think, uh, no. Four, yes. I think I would have said, like, no, there's oh. a funeral, or I work, I, I work with my dad uh, in his business. Like, I have to be there. My parents can't let me go. You know, I think I would have lied. I would never go into school on a Saturday. The Breakfast Club. Dude, I, I, yeah, really. I, I sh- totally should have lied. And then I did eight, something. Eight to four? And I remember. I only did it once. And, you know, because when you get in trouble so much in middle school and then in fifth and sixth grade, you learn how not to get in trouble later on because it's really just a pain in the ass. But I right. did get in trouble. It was something where I was part of a group that did something stupid and we all uh, got caught. Guilty by association. Right. And I remember someone saying... Like that Friday, you know, the trick to Saturday morning detention is not to brush your teeth because then you can go right back to sleep. And for some stupid reason, I thought that was great advice. And I went into detention with disgusting, unbrushed teeth morning. And I couldn't practice. You know, like I just drove there. I'm like wide awake yeah. now. With I'm not doing it. Yeah. Now, now I'm more awake because I'm self-conscious about how I smell, so I can't do this. When you said the guilty by association, it reminds me of a time, I think I was in, it was kindergarten, and I, I launched the Clark Rebellion, and I think we all got in a lot of trouble, like notes home. Before, I, I think I knew you, the Clark Rebellion was, there was a student named Brooke Newborn, and um, she like, remember her. real nerd, Brooke I think she was valedictorian of my class at CB West, great family. You know, cool dad and everything, just like the apple fell like really far from the tree kind of thing. Stumbled, got bruised. Yeah, it got, got slightly damaged. And uh, this girl went to the bathroom or something and she like left and got lost or something and nobody could find her. So like Pete Clark and all these guys were like, Brooke, where's Brooke? And I seized the opportunity as this hyper six, seven year old kid to be like, we got to all go find her. Let's go. And I, I led like five guys five little boys out of the class to go find her. And the teacher's like, stop, do not go. And I was like, we got to find her. And we started running down the hallway, screaming this girl's name. I wasn't even looking for her. I just wanted to run. run and yell. So we're running. And the principal at the time, Sister Carol was her name, was in her, her office. Whoa, oh, okay. And she so this see- is really young. This is, yeah, maybe we were in kindergarten. Maybe late 80s. Late 80s, 88 maybe. Reagan was still running the show. Bush was probably ready to take office. Right. And, uh, the principal like hears all this commotion. I see her get up, and as I'm running past her office, I make eye contact with her, and not knowing what to do, I freeze and I go, "Is Brooke in there? We're looking for Brooke." And then as she gets up, and her head goes down as she's like getting out of her chair, I start running again. It, there was like no tone calls, and it was, you know, it was off. It was the first time I ever got in, like in trouble in school, kindergarten, the Clark Rebellion. I think I remember like something like that happening where. One person thought something was wrong and that all the children should join in to, to help. The, you know, right. Salt, crack Whatever it takes to get away from just learning and sitting there. Like, I, wanted, I need to get up and run. I think I saw her shoe in the hallway way down there. I'm going to go run and get it. We got a caper. You I can wait for gym class, Mr. Clark. Nope. Don't want to play your little dumb Nukem games. I want to run now. Fly down the hallway as Maureen reaches out and clotheslines me. I love it. I love the uh, the run down the hallway. Remember when we used to St. Jude used to do the bingo, and uh, 
bingo is bad. I never won, but I needed to get out of my seat one year. So never I just won. said, bingo. And I, I, and they're like, go. And I ran down the hallway and they're like, no, it's not a winner. And I was like, I know. I just need to get the <laughs> fuck out of there. Yeah, but we're all a bunch of losers right now. I can't right. find right. Brooke Newborn. Bingo. I yeah, I, I, I doubt she's on social media. I remember her name, though. Might have been on the spectrum. Smart person, just mm. socially inept. Might have been. Have someone on the spectrum. Speaking to someone on the spectrum. Uh, this man with the 19-inch penis. Largest, what? Largest penis in the world. Oh! Uh, Jen's been telling stories about me again. How are we doing in here, Frisco? Oh, oh good for you. So the the man, the man with the largest penis, eighteen point six inches. Wow. It ha he had to get it insured. He's um, well hung. <laughs> and there's a nineteen-inch penis man claiming that the other guy is lying. So it's like eighteen point six. Nope. There's a guy out there with 19. Now that's a motherfucking huge cock. Hey, man, oh, he stretched his dick out when they measured him. I yeah, we got to do, got him on the show. Do a oh measuring contest. I mean, either way, you're going to kill somebody if you use that thing. I mean, Are they black guys? Oh, that's a good question. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even inquire about their nationality. I bet they're, they're from Africa. Roberto Esquivel Cabrera's penis is so long, it hangs well below his knee. Yeah, I don't know that. Of course, the site I'm on right now is just filled with clickbait madness. <laughs> and dicks. I'm sorry. Hey, Ashley walks in, there's, a pay, there's two screens of dicks, and it's like, it's research. It's like, goodbye. He says its massive size has left him unable to work. He, uh... He registered as disabled because of his giant schlong. Yeah, that'll do it. Could you imagine that? I mean, everybody no. wants a large uh, Johnson, but one that's too large, that's just terrible. You're a freak show. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to aim a frozen hose. You just can't. It's too much. You can't do anything. There's nothing practical that can come out of that situation. <laughs> exactly. It's just uh, not going to work. Yeah, so it sounds yeah, like not, Mexican, yeah. so Puerto, uh, yeah. Cuban. Yeah, definitely the Hispanic uh, persuasion. The Hispanic uh, slice of the pie. The uh, Feliz Mahi Cupriano Lissichimo. Roy Moore goes even lower. Did you see what he's he's pulling now? I, I, I just can't believe... No, the... is he still talking? Is he still like, yes, trying to be he's relevant? Still, like, a... And people are still writing what he says. Uh, he's going after the guy who beat him, Doug Jones. Shut up! Apparently, Doug. Shut up! Shut up! Has a gay son. Oh yeah, well let's go after him. You know, he's a terrible person. Sure. I mean, what the fuck, idiot! Awful. Like, Horrible you know, man. Half of your state, more than half of your state, band together to not get you elected because you touch children. Now. You're, you're gay shaming. He's awful. You know, I don't advocate for violence against anyone, but if I could have five minutes alone in a room with that guy and, you know, like not go to jail or anything like that, I'd probably I'd probably get go down on him pretty hard. You know, I'd, I'd probably give it to him. 
I think I would open hand face slap him. I th yeah, right. I'd be like, I don't think my words really do justice, nor do you really deserve my words. So, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I think I'd lay it into him pretty then, good. Yeah, I'd see what he'd have to say after that. Right, just smack him around. That's what guys like that need. They need an ass kicking. I mean, they're so like, uh, yeah, you know, so far gone and crazy. They need like someone smaller than them to just kick the shit out of them once. Like they probably never got that in their life. Or district attorney, you know, probably was always like a straight shooter. Right, and lived in a good neighborhood. Or it like happened once. And that right. was so long ago that they forgot the lesson they learned. Yeah, he was 13, you know? Yeah. It needs to be like a black guy or somebody. Yeah. It needs to just like smack him around a little bit. Behind like a food store. Yeah, behind a Walmart. Speaking of Plus. men behaving Giant. badly. Men behaving yeah. badly continuing all over the world. All over the country. Uh, this guy in the UK, though, he says uh, he ordered his girlfriend to decline a promotion for fear that her salary will be more than his. Oh, oh do you care really? About that stuff? About salary? No, Jen makes more than I do, and I love it. I'm like, I don't really have enough money for Disneyland on Christmas Day. I do. Great. Let's go. I know. And the funny thing is, I don't want to be the breadwinner. I don't even want to charge everything. I want to be coming along and getting my my hammer downs. I want to just be in charge of the physical shit that women hate to do, and I'm not just talking about taking out the trash. <coughs> Excuse me. Isn't it? Isn't it? Um. I'm talking about all the physical shit. Right. Laundry, dishes, cleaning, uh, just hand carrying jobs. things. Right. My own hand jobs. As long right. as Heather takes care of the money, I'll it's do fun. all that crap. Plus, isn't it sexy to have a, a woman that makes more money than you? You with? But imagine they made a lot less money. It's kind of it's kind of a pain in the ass. You're like, yeah, I guess I'll pay for everything. Uh, yeah. Really? See, I want. That's you to the be benefit like of charge. just giving her all your money. You're getting married. You're giving it to her anyway. So yeah. just give her the rest of it. And you and I, I guarantee you, when you take the bulk of what you and Jen make together and what yeah. Heather and I make together, what you and I spend our fucking money on is a fucking fraction of that amount. Yeah. You know, we spend That's money the way to on do like it. beer, weed, a snack here and there, maybe some Heroin. food at a bar, yeah, good, a new package of needles. But other than that, right. we're not going to the mall. We're not getting our nails done. We don't do any of that stuff. I never go out and treat myself to anything. I don't need it. I buy stuff I want for home. If I go out, we go out together. You know, we go to the movies or like, you know, go out to eat or something like that. I'm not, you know, was, uh, I need to go to the mall and buy a video game or something like that. No, you know, just don't do it. No, Wouldn't do I it. barely buy myself new clothes. The only clothes I buy myself are the Same $12 here. deals at Target. Absolutely. That's all I do. And it has to be a shirt I like that's like 18 bucks, and I'm like right. getting it. And you know? even then, I've taken the $18 shirt. You know, I'm going to treat myself. This nice half button down short sleeve uh, corduroy. Oh, my right. gosh. And I've stopped halfway, turned around and been like, I don't fucking need this. I don't need this. You know? Right. I do I that, too. I was at a... Uh, I think TJ Maxx recently, and I was like, ah, I want to get this, I want to get some of these, and I was like, I don't, I don't need this. I'll wear this like once. I have like the same pants for work, you know. I have like yeah. six pairs of pants in rotation. 
Six. They all look the same. Six. Is no, impressive. not six. Maybe like four. Uh, that's Maybe. still pretty good. Yeah, pants. I, I, I luckily at, at my old office job, the last time I worked in an office four years ago, uh, you could wear shorts every day. So I did. It's a way to do it. I mean, yeah, unless you're meeting with a client or something, you should be able to wear. Right, and I never did. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way I to do clients, it. Clients, pants, shoes, call them high heels because. Any sort of lift, that hard brick oh, lift yeah. in dress oh. shoes. I feel like I'm getting scoliosi. And, uh, scolios, scoliosity. And you're sweaty and like your feet get sweaty and like you're like, I need to breathe. Yeah. You know? I get sweaty feet. Oh. So. And those dress socks. Those dress socks are made oh. to be worn just sitting still and not doing anything. But when you oh, go visit awful. clients, you do a lot of fucking walking around. The dress socks are made for, like, a mannequin in a department store display, and that's it. There's no, like, practical use. They're constricting. They're constrictive. They're not comfortable. They're, so, they're, they're see-through. One good thing about, yeah, they're see-through. They're tight. They're, they're so tight. thin. There's no comfort, apparently. All, not to just cut. I, dude, Sports with John, there's so much shit to talk about. Oh, man, uh, what a dilly. Crazy breaking news coming out of the WWF. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And currently, right now, apparently, Michael Beasley's having like the game of his life, and the Knicks are beating the Celtics. Oh my gosh. I spent so many hours today looking for a Knicks blanket. In MSG. Oh my they're, gosh. They're not, they're not out there. There's not, a, there's not a market for it. Really? I bet I could find one right now. I mean, I found them, but there's oh, just not it. a lot of selections. I looked on Amazon. Right. I, I, my, I, my, my stepdad, I, I got him a. Yeah. He's a big New York fan. He grew up in North Jersey, so that's his teams. So I got him a Mets blanket, like a really nice Mets, like comforter blanket. You know, for the basement, if they're watching a movie, yeah. they have that. I got him a Giants one, a throw. I got him a nice Giants one for the family room. So, you know, it gets cold in Pennsylvania. So they have- the Giants blanket, a nice throw. Nice so throw. I said to him last time I was back, I was like, let me get you a nice Knicks blanket. Please and, throw. Uh, I found one, but it wasn't like, you know, not a lot of Knicks blankets out there. I guess it's a niche market. I Knicks. Not even like a huge fan of the Knicks. He's more of a college football, uh, basketball fan, but I was like, no, you're getting the Knicks. Patrick Ewing. Who's his college team? Well, he went to Assumption, I guess, but that's Division Three. Assumption? So I think I think he, uh, Seton Hall. No wonder. Is, uh, Seton Hall. No wonder that team kicked our ass in sixth grade. They were oh, college Assumption. Kids. Remember them? Assumption. Dude, I think they beat us 54 twice. Yeah, there was one game that was like a joke. I think, you know. It was like a scrimmage. Yeah, it was like a practice. Yeah. And we were like, uh, I thought we were I good. I think we played them both at like away games too. I'm like, why are we always coming in your home and getting our your home and getting our asses kicked? Yeah, playing on your dirt field, dry grass. Ugh. Did assumption. you um the boys were having the days of their lives down there. Varsity oh, Blues reference. With a bunch of oh yeah. A bunch of gingers. I don't know if you remember Assumption was full of no. redhead rubber scrubbers who just beat our ass really yes 
I remember the Trenton Tornadoes. You just saw oh. the whites of their eyes. Oh. And they'd bark at I was us. scared. That was kind of a bad move. Hey, all these little white kids were sending you down to Trenton at night. Yeah, maybe not. I thought it was such an amazing move because after you play Trenton, oh, it was great. You go down. Oh, you're, you're, you're tough. You go down to Trenton, New Jersey. We're a bunch of white suburban kids. Yeah. Mount, Mount Carmel, St. Jude's, and we go down to this field that is literally dirt and bullet shells on the field. Yeah, it's so Trenton's bullet like cases. one of the worst cities in the country. Yeah. And they, you know, when you you line up on the offensive line and the line of scrimmage, and the defense lines up too. As we're doing the cadence, you know, down, set, hut one, hut two. Throughout that entire five-second span, everyone on defense, all these black kids from Trenton who all look like Deion Sanders. Yeah, they're all, all like going, six foot five. Yeah, they're all going. <laughs> and we're all just standing there frozen. Do we bark back? Do we meow? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Meow. <laughs> tweet, tweet. So after you played those kids, it was like, we'll kick everyone's ass. Oh, yeah, we're fine. This is. Forgot about the crazy gingers who are interbred. Yeah, the gingers. That guy has three eyes and no penis. It's all right. His name is Mongoloid, and he just ate his arm. All right, let's play him. Put me in a uh, defensive tackle, number 60, Clark. I want to start wearing my Roman's jersey again, but because we were so young and it's so tight, it's just like a like a shrunken T-shirt. But I wear it with like a belly exposed. I'm like, what is that? Like, Roman, been doing this since 1994. Yeah, I Why think, do you have a southern accent, sir? I think if I wore that jersey, because that's who's still wearing the jersey from grade school. Uh, oh, gosh. I, I think if I put it on, it would show a little of my... Uh, a midriff? My mid... Ooh, regular piggly midriff, midriff, clothing line. Pregnancy pants. What if that came back? Pregnancy pants. Uh, Heather has a thousand of them. Yeah, Talia at work's been wearing them too. And I'm like, oh, you're wearing jeans today. A little in pro pro for Tuesday. And it's like, no, they're pregnancy jeans. I was like, that's a loophole. All you have to do is say it's because you're pregnant and get away with it. We had the company picnic this week. The company oh, picnic. Oh, yeah. Holiday picnic? party. You actually had a picnic? <laughs> We had a we had a party. She like parked it's in office the space. Right. Yeah. She parked in the uh, expectant mother, and she's like, "I just saw it. It's there." I was like, uh, "You need to start taking advantage of this while you're." Because think about it, you can't drink, you can't do anything. So start right. like taking advantage. Cut in front of line and be like, "I am so sorry. I am pregnant, and I just have to." What's somebody gonna do? Say no. Uh, you're a pregnant woman. You can get away with murder. Oh yeah, dude. Heather and I use it for anything and everything we can. I'm like, the one thing everyone is terrified of. Is a pregnant woman. Oh yeah, they all it's worse walk than the bride. Eggshells. They're all like, ah. yeah, right. The bride. They're kind of like, eh, shut up, bitch. But nobody wants to disturb, you know, a, a potential life that could bring right. peace to the world. And yeah. all you have to say oh. if you're in, that, in, that, in those shoes, if somebody argues or whatnot, go, you're upsetting me. I just don't want you to hurt the baby. I mean, no man or woman is in the right mind is going to say oh no not, we're still you, let them do whatever you want here's my wallet take my wife please um baby we talked about this before though but i think speaking of the parking and handicapped stuff we need to get on this adhd thing and be like you know i need some placards because if i drive too long without a, a parking hmm. spot i get distracted can 
Is ADHD oh. considered a disability? It's a learning disability. It's not well, a disease. It's a chemical Can you get... imbalance. And right. I mean, what else is a chemical imbalance? Uh, blindness. Yeah, I mean, can't we like get some kind of yeah. placard for this? I it mean, is a disorder. Yeah. Do you know how much I time I waste looking for my car after I parked it because I just simply oh. am too busy thinking about 18 other things to remember what I'm doing at the moment. When I was at Atlantic City in September, I literally jumped over like a barrier in a parking garage to another parking garage because I didn't know where the fuck I parked. I was walking around for like an hour in Atlantic City at night. It was awful. It was like James Bond, but for idiots. I'm like diving down like barriers. I think one time... Scared. I drove or I flew to Florence. And this is before I started working for that company that was up there. And I went up to just kind of interview and I parked at uh, West Palm Beach Airport for the first time ever. I was, there right. for a, I was there for a night, came back, declined the offer. I get back. As soon as I land, I go, I call, I call my ex and I'm like, hey, can you pick me up? And she's like, hey, I remember you, you parked there. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. Fuck. Shit. Where did I park? It's when I drove my silver Tacoma. Um, and remember, oh. I was only there for one night, so I didn't pack any other clothes. I just had, like, dress pants and shoes. Oh. Dude, three Ready hours. Ready to go to the sweaty brigade. Yeah. Three hours walking around. It was February, but. Oh, my gosh. It Goodness felt gracious, like August. I had blisters. I had bloody blisters all over my feet. Three uh, hours. I finally just—it was my old silver. Oh my gosh. Tacoma. Classic. Yeah. Wow, three hours, man. After that, and you get though, more. You get more like angered when you're doing it, and frustrated because like you're low in energy and adrenaline and sugar, and you're like, I, can't, I, can't, I you're, you're on a time thing, and it's late, and you're traveling. It's like the worst combination. I mean. One of the most, uh, you know, highly regarded Seinfeld episodes, the parking garage. It, it, I was in Classic. that because everything looks the same. You don't remember how far have I walked down? Did I walk down and then down again, or did I just walk down and then around? They hitting, all look the same. I'm hitting my key remote. Yeah, I'm hitting, I'm hitting it. Nothing, nothing. And finally, I heard it. And I think I heard it like by accident. Like I was oh, ready really? to just—I was ready to like not hit it. And on the last one, boop, boop. <gasps> oh, there it is. Because everything looks the same. Yes. And by then it was dark. And, if, and you're always walking from your car to the elevator or the escalator or whatever. So coming back, everything's backwards, and it looks the same. And you don't know. You're not. You know, you just spent like a night or a couple of days doing something else. It's just not good. And of course, I'm sure I was running late. So I was trying to find parking. I probably had to piss. Um, I'm driving oh, around yeah. the parking lot. It's jam-packed. I finally find a spot. I get it. I run. I, get them, you know, I totally yeah. forgot to. Now I take a picture every time. Same here. Or I put the like A3 or whatever in my phone so I know the number, right. you know. Right. I'm like, where is this? Nah. It's funny, too, when you go into a parking garage and you're, like, behind someone that's taken forever. Because I speed through those things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I go pretty – I go barely – I just want to find a spot. But when Fly someone's behind right the going slow, you're like, 
oh, come on, please. And the worst is when you're waiting for someone to leave and they're like jerking off in the car or something. And you're like, dude, you've been in there for like five minutes. I, I mean, you and I talked about this before. I'm very efficient with the car. By the time the car is pulling to the spot, it's in park. And the keys yeah, are in my yeah, pocket. Yeah. Leaving and Jed's like, I got to find my purse. You know, I'm like outside waiting. I'm very – the German efficiency kicks in with parking. Yeah. I'm like boom, 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 as boom, boom. As soon as I'm like within like a minute or two or maybe even five minutes, I start like gathering what I'm going to need so I can park, turn the keys, unbuckle the belt, step out, open the door, step out of the car all in one motion with hands free. Yeah. Everything German efficiency. Like the great Jeff Hassinger always needs to be on a schedule. Schedule. Um, Love it. Know, I'm trying German to efficiency. unlearn that. No, you gotta keep keep to the keep to the plan. I found some sweet Nick's blankets here, but uh, the really <laughs> nice one is fifty bucks. Now what you're getting for Christmas? Pretty heavy. No, oh, I don't like the Knicks. Hate the Knicks. I used to Can't love wait. the Knicks. Can't wait to get that Sharks hat. Yeah. Did you really send that Sharks hat? I don't know. Maybe I mean. Oh my I, gosh. I don't. I have ADHD. I don't know what I do and don't yeah, but do. But that doesn't mean you can't remember. I no. It does. <laughs> it does. Right now I'm thinking about a ham sandwich I'm going to eat over the break. That's what that's what it does. What are, you, are, are you going home for the break? For the break? We're actually going out to your place. Um, oh. I hope if you guys can just leave some meatloaf out. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going. I'm not going back this year. I'm, I'm following the John route, and I've used your name a lot. And I said, you know, John didn't go back for when he was playing his wedding because you save him money and doing yeah, things. And I was like, that makes sense. That. So I'll, I'll probably go. We'll probably go back in January for like a weekend, end of the month or something. But yeah. this time I'm gonna spend. I, I just don't. I'm just don't want to travel. I don't want to work no. and then have off and be like, let's pack. I just want to relax and enjoy like some time off. Do some. Yeah. Do a bunch of shows. Yes. You know. Yes. And just just enjoy these new toys stare I got. Stare at the wall. Stare at the wall. Have headphones. It's been a really busy a year. Lot. It's been the busiest year I've ever had work wise. And I just feel burnt out, and I just need to like decompress. Yeah, you need to decompress. I uh, I feel like this December, uh, my company and myself have been like scraping and clawing to just get to the number they want me to get to, and I'm like, oh, oh. like today at four, at like three thirty, I was texting you. I was on my way to the beach. At 3.30, I was like, I think pretty much everything's done. Everyone's gone. All the managers are home. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm done. Pipe. I am out. Pipe I'm done, poops. too. I'm with you, brother. I, I'm, I'm mentally checked out for the year. I'm just an autopilot going through the motions of, like, what do I need to do to keep this going until you're on vacation, everybody else? Most people have checked out. Yeah. There's a few stragglers, but for the most part, Christmas is four days away. I mean, it, we're, we're done. It's done. No one's working. No one's responding to emails. My email box is dead. Yeah. Almost just, everyone I email, I get, I will be out of the office until January. Blah, 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 blah. January 3rd or 4th. Some people the 8th. You know, the 1st is on a Monday. The 8th. Man. Holidays are over at that point. Get your ass back in there. I think January 3rd is the cutoff. After that. But then it's only on. like half a week. Finish it out. Yeah. We'll see you Monday. Let do it. Christmas I, is on a Monday this year, right? And New Year's Day, which at first I thought I didn't like because obviously Wednesday is like the ideal time.
time to have it. You just like right. crush an entire week. <laughs> yeah, and you're hungover. You get like 10 days off, basically. It's great. But I like this because I found out yesterday at like 4.30 from my assistant that I have off tomorrow. And Monday. I love that. It's amazing. Tuesday. Do you have off Tuesday as no, well? No, not Tuesday. Fuck. No. Just Monday. We have off Tuesday, but it's because it's Boxing Day, which is a Canadian holiday. And somebody hey. on the board years ago used that as a loophole. It's was like, well, I'm part Canadian, so I want this off. So just to get off after Christmas, so Jen and I are going to Disneyland on Tuesday. And we're going to have a special day to close it off, which I'm really excited about because I love Disneyland. But... They have all these, like, new things going Wait on. Wait a minute. Here, so. Didn't you just tell us that you're saving for a wedding? I'm not paying for Disneyland. This was part of the, the argument for having us, you know. Jen's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm going to buy tickets to Disneyland. I was like, done. Oh. Done. You did say that earlier. Sp spend the 360 bucks. Let's do it. Yeah, you know, dude, but that's good. You too. Yeah. Because... The planning can be hectic, but I'm telling you, if you follow my sliciness, you follow my ginger. <laughs> follow your, 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 your Benadryl. You'll, uh, you will not be stressed out. Heather and I never fought once. Yeah, you guys kept a cool, calm collective, especially with the patience that she displayed with the lack of punctual RSVPs being returned by certain members of the party. I remember I met Hey Ashley for the first time the day before <laughs> I think the wedding. You're the last person to RSVP. Of course. Hey, Heather, nice to meet you. Perfect. Congratulations. Thanks, Matt. I just got your RSVP. Oh, the post office is supposed to really fuck that up. Really mess that up. But I'm here. I mean, I'm in the wedding party. I got a tux. I, I talk to him three times a week for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah we're doing this. He'll be there. Scotty Brilliant. I remember Scotty Brilliant and I gemmed. Gelled pretty closely that trip. He's a great Did guy. Love, love to have him on the show. Yeah, we, oh we, we were very chummy. We were very very close, and we it got to the point where I was like, I gotta go back to the room and get some beers. You want to come? Yeah. And I was like, sorry about the mess. He goes, Oh, you should see our room. It's like oh, a disaster. Dude. I'm like, Why are we talking about this? I saw his room. It was a fucking disaster. Dude, I was like, I lived with off him. Here. I lived with him for a year. Right. We shared. Um, our house was four bedroom, two bathroom, but the two bedrooms shared Oops, a bathroom, Christy. basically. Okay, yeah. so like I had my own bedroom, but I shared a bathroom with him. He wasn't like brilliant, disgusting brilliant. with germs. He was yeah. just a slob. Right, brilliant. shit everywhere. Dude, you couldn't see his rug. Clothes oh. would cover his entire floor. Brilliant, brilliant. Hot cup of coffee. But he worked, night, he worked night shift from 6 to midnight, so. Uh, the clothes on the floor. That would drive graveyard. me nuts. I'd be the like, worst. there's just so much disorder. I was like, I don't care if it's a mess in the closet. I just can't see it. OCD. Uh, I would go in there and just rip him to shreds. And that's the best thing about Scott. You can just pummel him, brilliant, and he just laughs. I was He's like, a great you guy. You are disgusting. I was like, if you bring a woman over here, you might as well just take her in my room. Because yours is I didn't hear filth. <laughs> Yeah, just say that you're. Yeah, that's that's John's mess. Yeah. He's a, he's a man of the he's a man of the Jewish star, Half. too. Half. Half. Okay, because I I wore the yarmulke and some people in the party didn't or they didn't want to or whatever. I know. And he was like he was like I uh, I really appreciate you wearing that. It's nice that you you decided to put that on and wear it down there. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Shalom. Very few brave 
uh, non-Jews uh, paid the respect. Uh, I think you, well, Scotty's half Jewish, and my brother Jeff, I think, are the only two who wore it. Yeah. Well, the sort the the um, the yarmulke is a. Uh, I feel people are doesn't threatened. mean you're Jewish or anything. It's not like wearing a no. cross. It's just what you wear at a Jewish festival. It's like going to um, Hawaii, a football and game, and wearing exactly right there. It's like going to a football game and you're wearing a jersey or something because you're, you're there. It doesn't mean you play for the team. You're just you're, it's, it's an like, event. It's like when Heather and I went to San Francisco, and we saw a Giants. Diamondbacks game. Oh, and, yeah. And it was cold, so I bought a Giants sweatshirt, and she bought a Giants winter cap. We were Sexual. at Giants Stadium. The Phillies weren't playing, so we're rooting yeah. for the Giants. It's like you're not at a church. You're witnessing a marriage under a chuppah. There's yarmulkes. Don't be afraid to wear a yarmulke. That's what I think it is. I think people are uh, they're, they're weird about it. I think they're cool. I like wearing funny. them. I, really I don't. I don't clip funny. them in too. I like to keep it on and see how long it yeah. stays on. You know, it I, fell uh, off during a bar, a bar mitzvah once. I had one on and it fell, and I and I got uh, I got worried because I thought maybe it was respectful. So I, of course much? I made things worse, and I was just like my yarmulke. You know, and people like turned around, and I'm like, oh, oh no. oh no, I said my hat. It wasn't even my yarmulke. I was like my hat. And I like jumped in the aisle and I, I grabbed it and like tiptoed and moonwalked back <laughs> to my place, my pew. My, pew. Hat. my um, hat. I do that yeah. whenever I'm in public and you're with someone and they spill a drink oh. to completely ease the tension. Heatmeister. I, I go, oh no, no, oh. no, 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 <laughs> oh, no, my God, no. Look out. No, no. You idiot. You ruined idiot. everything. You jackass. We got a lot to cover with sports with John. You want to take a quick Ridley break? Heavy, heavy emotional lifting. Heavy uh, duty. We're going to get into it here in sports with John, John, John. Uh, John, John. Echoes John. Echo John. Yeah? I think we should slice into him. Really excited. You can tweet us. Snap us. At the Underscore Podcast, tonight's show by Live Web Media, we shall return decisively. Alvita Zane. Momentum is another thing that's in a lot of deodorants, and um, it can cause gene. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, hello, this is President Barack Obama. And right now, now, now look, right now you're listening to a quality program, the podcast. Now, is it educational? No. No, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Bathroom your Majesty's gracious and reverence and delectable and edible and edible pants. What? Ooh, a present. Heather went to a cookie party tonight. Ooh, some macarons. What do we have here? Some 
a sugar cookie with like jelly and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. shady. I thought you could hang out in here with us, but get out of here, bitch. Just kidding. <gasps> Just kidding. So <clears throat> we were talking about during the break, right before we went on the air, or right after we went off the air. Right before we went, on, went off the air, talking about vaping. Some ganja before bedtime. Puts you down like a little baby in about 20 minutes. Is that what you save it for? Like right when you're like, all right, I want to go to bed. And here, I will take a little poke. And I will have a nice, deep, dreamless sleep. Yep, right when it's time to start bedding down for the evening. And you know you're still wired from the day. You just take a little little hit or two after the clothes are ironed and the coffee's made and you're kind of on autopilot and in 20 minutes you slumber down to a nice lumbery breezy sleep coffee's made oh you mean like ready for tomorrow ready for tomorrow yeah timer set ready to go pets are put away clothes are ready because I'm on autopilot in the morning I just need to wake up and go through everything needs to be done I can't be thinking before the Adderall kicks in it's got to all be ready clothes laid out coffee everything have you been sticking to uh, I think you said or maybe I said uh, 11 o'clock or midnight every night bedtime no absolutely not (laughs) it's been later actually it's been like 3.30 every night averaging because I got that new SNES classic, and mm. I'm just – it's the end of the year. If this were like July, no way, but I can I can go in a lot later knowing that no one's going to be there and, you know, just kind of coast right. through. Yep. Just kind of treating myself as an adult mm-hmm. to the time I want to myself. But no. Not, but yeah, come January, bedtimes. Isn't it earlier. great? It's like, well, I can – stay up late and play old video games from the 80s because it's the holidays and nobody's working hard anyway. It's That's like, how what, I feel. I feel like are, it's a game. It's a... What are other people doing? Because, you know, there's other other people out there that are staying up late doing other shit and that's why they're sleeping in tomorrow and, and on autopilot. Absolutely. I'll, I'll go on Facebook late and I see, like, my buddy Ed post something and I like it and all of a sudden he's liking it back and two other friends are commenting and it's like 1.30 in the morning. I was like, everybody's up. Yes. And uh, it's the one time a year you can do that. It's the closest I think I'll get to, well, I got like a new toy. I'm going to stay up late because I can, you know. My friends are up too, so I can, you know. It's You're kind of, everybody's yeah. on autopilot. Like it makes it said, nice. It's like a year-long wait, and yeah. everyone gets to mail it in the last month of the of the year together. Yeah, it's vacation. It's what you're doing. Um, this is a great show so far. So much energy. So many good topics. We've got a lot to cover with Sports with John. So I wanted to keep the momentum going by bringing down the house with a list of famous people who died Nothing in 2017. Better. And I read this on the, on, the, on the Apple Dick feed earlier oh today. Gosh. And uh, I didn't realize how many famous people actually like died this year. I thought 2016 was the year when everyone died. Remember everyone was calling it a dumpster fire? Uh, yes. Death to Before Trump got in the office, they were all checking out Bowie right. and everything. 
and then Trump got elected and everything. 2009, I think, was the, 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 the kingpin of it. It was like Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, Ted Kennedy. The Yankees you know, won I remember the World Series over Yank- the Phillies. That's like the worst <laughs> thing ever. It was like the horrible year. So I put together a list of uh, some famous people that we've sadly lost and said goodbye to this year. On this list was, uh, I was never a big fan of the show. I don't even think I watched it, but you know who he was. It was David Cassidy from the Partridge family. He was kind of a Brady Bunch kind of guy. You know, right. he did like the 70s corny songs, but people loved him. Hmm. David Cassidy. Oh, gosh. Stop it. David Cassidy, Partridge Family. Never seen it. Yeah, no, I haven't either. And maybe if I have, I was like, you know, four. Right. No, I don't think I ever have. Wow. I mean, he... I swear he was like one Y chromosome away from being a pretty hot chick. Right? Yeah. You, at a cer- in a certain light at a party with a certain amount of bo- beers, you'd be like... <laughs> the name going on. Like in the 80s with the puka shell necklace and that long flowing hair. Yeah. That chiseled jaw. And then he turned into, I mean, a guy who looks like he got arrested for drunk driving or beating somebody up. Like eight times. He looks yeah, so I think scary. he had a lot of DUIs. Man, it is amazing what age does to you. Oh, yeah. Not us, though. We're still... No. We'll still get carded when we buy bubble gum. <laughs> Even the, when uh, we have gray hair and are, like, missing most of it, I bet we'll still look very similar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. there's John and Matt. They just have wigs on. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's fine. Malcolm Young, guitarist for ACDC, was another one. Malcolm Young. Which, uh... I was never a big ACDC fan. I like some of their songs, but yeah. I never... hate them. I felt like they're all the same. Yeah, they're kind I mean, of all the same. I don't hate them. I just but, think they're so incredibly overrated by that group of Generation X that only had them oh, yeah. in that little time of rock and roll that kind of sucked with the hair bands and all that bullshit. Yeah, they're very overrated. They're like the Beach Boys of the 80s or like Kiss. You know what I mean? They're just, they had like two good songs. Right. I don't know if I'd like buy an album and be like, no. you know. And even those songs you get sick of. Are they? Uh, oh, no, Guns N' Roses. I'm thinking of Guns N' Roses. Same thing. Surprise, those guys are all still alive. I mean, really. Guns N' Roses, all the drugs they did and how crazy they are. I'm surprised those guys are still going. Slash is the man, though. I'm a big, big Slash fan. They're doing the Not In This Lifetime tour. Yeah. Um, if you want to read about... Uh, rock star who shouldn't be alive due to drug use you need to read scar tissue by anthony kiedis it's it's unbelievable that he's still oh yeah yeah definitely the heroin he that nikki six too cocaine right. heroin he would do both crazy oh. yeah under the bridge nikki six too of motley crew that guy died like died he had a heroin needle in his arm and he died and he said oh. he saw his body, like le- he was leaving Earth, and then he woke up in a hospital room what? from a heroin overdose. And then the next day, he went out. He or he escaped the hospital and went out and got more drugs and shot up. And then woke up with the needle still in his arm. And then was like, "I need to get clean." I met him too, like three times. Nikki Six. He's a, 
That guy did a lot of drugs in his life. Frank Carlton Serafino Ferrana Jr. That's his whole name. Yeah, he was like an Italian kind of guy. He uh he was a little guy too. Yeah. God, I bet when they found him he just looked like uh, a dead baby. Oh. Nikki Sixth, are you I'm, sure he's dead? No, he's alive. I'm saying oh. I'm surprised he's not. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. as far as someone who should be dead from drugs. Okay. All those drugs, yeah. We crossed uh crossed, we crossed streams. streams there. Oh, by the way, but, that jelly sugar cookie drizzle, I give it a 5 out of 10. It was not very good. All right. All right. On to the but next it, one. Nice to do it. Fats Domino was uh, another one, 89. Famous for many songs. One of his greats being this one. Which I always thought should be in the beginning of a movie. I mean, picture it. Let me... Uh, let me break it down how this would work in a movie. What is it? And isn't it in something? It has to be. But listen to this opening. If this were a film that like John Hassinger was in, it would sound like this. Slash. The opening credits. The year was 2010. Everybody was in Boynton Beach and everybody was having fun. And that's when John Hassinger came into town with his Eagles jersey on and his credit card to the parrot. Why does he have a credit card to the parrot? So Fats Domino was 89, one of the pioneers of rock and roll, uh, shaped the world, and uh, well, I guess Blueberry Hill was his most famous song, but um, Mom, he's another Antoine, <laughs> Antoine Dominique Domino Jr. So his last name was really Domino. Yeah, I believe it was like actually Domino. I guess because I always thought Chubby Checker got his name from Fats Domino because it was like a play on his words, like Fats Domino, Chubby Checker, like oh, another yeah. board game piece. So I think Domino was the original, and Chubby Checker was like a spinoff kind of of that. Tubby Connect Four. Substantiated girth, tic tac toe. Obesity like. Monopoly, uh, 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 pre-diabetic, <laughs> Yahtzee. Oh my gosh! Feet are starting to swell a little bit. Might need some antiseptic cream. Uh, Candyland. Gout. <laughs> Gout. Boggle. <laughs> By the way, this uh, fudge vanilla candy cane sprinkle. Holy hell! Good. Damn it, dude! I can't believe you don't. You can't see this. I gotta show it to you. You just gave, you just gave me a little wood. It's like candy cane Ooh. sprinkles, fudge, vanilla frosting. I give this. Wow. Only because it's a little heavy with the candy cane. I give it a nine. Ah, we we'll to dip that in some milk. I know. I can't believe I don't have any milk in this fucking house. <laughs> At sixty-six this year, oh. we lost this musician. Great Tom Petty oh. passed away. And again. On October 2nd. Really? Uh, and he's not underrated, but he is. You know what I'm saying? 
The millennials don't refer yes. to Tom yes. Petty like they do to Paul McCartney. No, right? no, he's very underrated. I agree. Yeah, and it's so one, bad. Maybe one of the most underrated. I mean, if you look yeah. at his catalog, I mean, he was doing songs since the 70s yeah. and was still relevant like on MTV in like 1995. And like Why? a like chart top in the nineties, like free falling and last you dance of Mary Jane. How it feels. No, you don't know how it feels. To be me. Let's roll another joint and And the Heartbreakers, formed in 76. Uh, he's also a co-founder of the 80s supergroup, the Traveling Wilburys. Wow, oh, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, and Bob Dylan. Some great songs from that Holy catalog. shit. They have one great song. It's called End of the Line. I'm going to play a clip. Line, end of the line, end of the line. That's them? That's them, man. I always thought that song was banging a line. They might have been doing that too. Banging a line, banging a line. That's something that we gotta really, really gotta dig into. Uh, Misinterpreted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mis, mis, misquoted song lyrics. Well, it's all. Hugh Hefner, media publisher at 91. He hung in there. Next on our list here. Media publisher. That was the end of the line. Hugh Hefner, you read about, he was in the news Ah. today. He left his trust to his family, and one of the stipulations of getting the money was no no drugs or alcohol. Meaning if any of them were arrested or caught spending it on drugs or anything, the trust is revoked, and they don't get any of the money. Uh Uh-oh. So... For, just do what the rest of us do and just be secretive about it. That's for Hef? For Hef, yeah. Tom Petty's from uh, Gainesville, Florida. Oh, Gainesville. Gainesville. Dudes, that man to the gym. Harry Dean Stanton is next, 91 as well. He was uh, maybe one of the most famous character actors. Um, of course, he was an alien. He was in uh, a bunch of films. And he pretty much worked until the end of his life. He was 91. Good friend with Jack Nicholson. Godfather and, uh, Part 2. Godfather Part 2. Alien. Cool Hand. Luke Skywalker. The Green Mile. <laughs> Alpha Dog. Lucky in 2017. And, was uh, he in Green Mile? Yep. What did he play in that? I'm drawing a huge blank here. I'm drawing a blank, but I think he was one of like the wise inmates that wasn't, you know, toot toot. Oh my I gosh. I gotta look this up. Who was toot toot? Was he the guy that oh, throws that's... the poop? That would make sense. His name was. Oh yeah, he was in that. Toot-toot. Yeah, right. Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, he was. He was in a lot of films. Uh, one of my f- personal favorites, character actors, Frank Vincent. Of course, from Sopranos as Phil Leotardo and uh, Goodfellas as Billy Bats. He was also in Casino, Raging Bull. Great, great Italian actor. 
in uh, a lot of mafia films. He was in as he played DB in Gotti, um, which is a great film too. So Frank Vincent, you know, Filiatar's Sopranos, the famous scene. No, yeah, because the stupid. No more That's why no. they changed it to Leotardo. Um, he passed Stanton, away. Um, in Green Mile was uh, electrocuted in the chair. That's right. I'm kind That's of right. like I think he played a real dark character. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he was a, a man of the, the dark side. Yeah. I'm sorry. I uh, I park reversed us. Who are we on? Frank Vincent. Oh yeah, that guy with the smallest forehead in the world, and I thought was by right. far the best heel in the history of Sopranos. He was the only guy that I was like, hmm, they may let this guy kill Tony. Like he may be the one that gets him. Yeah, him. yeah, he's very strong presence on the on the spoken word. I mean, on the visualized medium. Very believable. Um, I have a poll Who going. Poll going on Sports with John at JDH272PSU. Oh, yeah. Let's jump into that. What is the better nickname? And now... And now... Sports with John, John. Tom Shady or Bill Belichick? Again, Tom <laughs> Shady, Shady. Or Bill Belichick. Right now. Or Tom Shadyak from Basinger. Belichick is leading uh, 17,000 votes to 15,000. Yeah, I would go with Belichick too. Belichick's pretty good. Brady. Brady's never going to do a video like Carson Wentz saying he's thanking Jesus and he's grateful. He would be yelling at the fans like he did in Pittsburgh because he's such a poor, whiny, whiny little spirit. Remember when the Giants beat you and you didn't even shake hands and you just walked off the field? Can you believe? You remember that? Just walked off. Yeah. Did, and did you hear who was just thrown off their team plane? Is this what you're going to say? You said, do you believe? Speaking of Patriots, yeah. No. Uh, no. So this Tom the trainer? Brady. Okay, let's go to baseball. I read about the trainer. Yeah. You read about yeah. the doctor? Right. Who they threw, they threw off their plane, not as it was flying, but they said, you, you can't travel with us anymore. Yeah, I read that. I read Belichick. that on... Uh, on the Bleacher Report, but I didn't. I didn't read the whole article. I just saw the headline, like Tom Brady's doctor or whatever was yes. kicked off flying with him privately anymore or something. And this doctor, this is weird. So Tom Brady obviously has been like defying science, right? Like yeah, yeah, defying right. Defying everything, he's getting better as he's getting older. When was the last time we saw that, Matthew? The last time athletes started getting better older because not only Barry does, not only does Brady correct use this doctor, Rob Gronkowski does. Rob Gronkowski hasn't had a full season without injury in like six years. He did this year. Yeah, Brady. Um, yeah, doctor. Barry Bonds, J- Jamie Moyer to a lesser degree. Oh, was a season was a se- fine season one. Right, fine age one. He did it differently. But, Right, he was good. Yeah, he changed uh, the way he pitched. Barry Bonds comes Dominic. to mind. 
Bonds, Clemens, Maguire, Sosa, they all got better later. Michael Jordan to a degree. If you look at his first five years and his last five, he was just on just on fire. Yes, but Michael Jordan was still in his like mid thirties. Right, right. I mean the body yeah, but the Bonds. male body breaks down at forty. Everywhere. Every sport. Right, yeah, you can't get you can only get so big, you know, muscular wise and toned before it just starts reversing. This guy claims he can cure cancer or he has the cure or he he really? holds the keys to the cure i don't know he just well good thing he's working for the patriots and not helping people that's it's a noble quality yeah right Look, as long as we're getting tom brady more rings who cares yeah, about right. everyone dying of pointless yeah. cancer forget forget st jude's hospital and the kids that need a life-saving treatment let's worry about tom brady who cares about children yeah Sorry. Who else did we lose? What's that? Who else do we lose? Oh, no. I was segwaying into sports with John. I, you got my ginger picked. Well, we I was, can... The last one was going to be John Hurd, I was going to say, also in Sopranos to a lesser season. The dad in Home Alone oh, uh, yeah. passed away as well. There was, a, there was a bunch of others, but I wanted to keep it light. John, Lo- John, John Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis died as well. John Hurd. Kevin Spacey, no, no, his his career died in in 2017. He's still very much alive, but he's he's done. He's he's toast. Here, Rogan. Joe Rogan says Louis C.K. will be back in 18 months. Interesting. And I thought yeah, I believe about it. that. And I thought, yeah. I think he's still. I mean, he has to be still writing. Yeah. Just anything that's coming to his head, and then I'm like, well, maybe he's gonna try to write. Uh, a joke about this, and he I, will. I feel like he, at this stage, still he's trying to do that and going, ugh, I just can't yet. I gotta just shut up for a while. Like he's he going, yeah, he's that, go- that letter. Yeah, he's gonna take a minute. He's gonna do something free when he comes back. But press preceding that, he's gonna do like a charity thing where he's donating something to charity. He does a free show. Yeah. He does something very humble to get back into people just wanting to watch him. Yes. He's going to make a terrible joke, a big apology, make fun of himself for like an hour, and then slowly, baby steps, get back into the graces, but you're not going to hear any more jokes about like sexual harassment or any of that. It's going to be a different Louis C.K., at least without that stuff, and that's how he's going to do it. And he should, too. What he did was horrible, but it shouldn't end your, end your life. I mean, you, you make mistakes and you live with them. You get forgiveness. You, you make your bed clean with the, the, the big man upstairs. You clean your side of the street. You learn from it. You take a beating. You take a shellacking. And you move on from it. Nobody's perfect, and you're an asshole if you want to hold somebody accountable. Unless you murdered somebody for the rest of your life, you can get back from, you know. But have we seen this? Have we seen anyone come back from molestation, sexual harassment, abuse? We have who? Besides Michael Jack, Michael Jackson. Right, but he was like. Did he no, ever no, really come back, though? I mean, he was no. never as big ever again. We haven't seen it on this scale because at this level, at this time, it's more – it's very public, right. you know? But if you were to have, you know, John F. Kennedy present today and the women come out, and oh. I mean, it would change your whole perspective on things. If you had uh, 
Frank Sinatra today. I mean, the women he slept with and things like that. Oh yeah. No, so it's really a matter of we're very public today. Right. But uh, but you're, but no, we certainly have not seen people bounce back from something like that yet. Right. I want to see if someone's career can recover because I don't think has there been anyone who's come out and been like because I remember. When Paul Rubens got caught, Pee Wee Herman was caught jerking off in a movie theater that was showing rated X movies. I don't know why you show rated X movies in a movie theater and expect people to just sit there and watch it. It's, uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't weird. really wrap my head around that. You know, don't look at me, I won't look at you. And he came out on the MTV Awards less than a year later. And I remember. Pee-wee, and he said, you know, sorry, <laughs> you know, like, he came out and apologized and, you know, he was in blow a couple of years later and he's fine. He's doing Pee Wee on Broadway. Uh, but he didn't touch anyone. He touched himself. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone can come back from touching someone else. Would be interesting. Would be interesting. We'll see. We'll see what he does. I mean, I think people are more forgiving when to celebrities when they're more... Um, generous and outgoing I mean, with their money and things. So you have to really like sacrifice. You can't just come back and do the same thing. Charlie Sheen, I mean, he kind of just screwed himself for a while, but yeah. uh, people still rooted for him. You know, he's still doing TV shows and, and all that. Michael Vick electrocuted and murdered dogs on his property. Yeah. Went to jail for two years and... I still see people in Eagles thick jerseys. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can never do that. No. He did pay his punishment. I mean, he did go to jail. Right. I think people are more forgiving if you do get punished for it, serve your time. Mm-hmm. Look at Mike Tyson. Guy raped a girl. He's in movies, and I mean, you don't oh, hear about him. You know? Bit a man's ear off in the middle of a boxing match. Like, he literally bit his ear off, like, Gronk caveman style. Oh yeah. Let's put him in every hangover. <laughs> Let's put Tyson. Um so Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Speaking of all these athletes. Yeah, man. Um Damn it. So Derek Jeter buys the Marlins with a whole bunch of other people, big group. <clears throat> uh they buy it for one point two billion dollars. Uh, I'm trying to remember the other guy that's part his uh, his partner, um, the other Jew. I can't remember. His it name. was Sherman, um, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. Uh, Is that was his name, Richard Sherman? Yeah. I thought and it was Bob Sacramento. Is that true? No, that's it's no. I, I don't. Seinfeld. I can't. I can't oh. really back it. I, I was like, for some reason, oh, Bob. Bob Sacramento. Sacramento. Sacramento, not Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. I don't think that's the guy that bought the Dolphins, though. Sacramento is a Seinfeld reference. It's a fictional guy, but I think the Dolphins owner is Sacramento. Capital. It's a great golden state. Richard Sherman and Derek Jeter <laughs> buy the Dolphins from David Sampson and these other snakes that live down here for $1.2 <laughs> They owe Giancarlo Stanton current MVP of the National League, uh, about 280000 left in another five to six years on his contract. As we all know, nobody does better than their MVP year in any sport. It's very rare. 
especially a home run hitter. They hit their peak, then they slowly go down, 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 down. Two hundred. That, that's a lot of money if you have a lot of holes on a team. So you got to get rid of them. Sadly, Derek Jeter oh, yeah. gets rid of them to the New York Yankees. So it looks like this big conspiracy. The Do- uh, the Marlins fans are forced to rebuild yet again because then two days later they trade Marcelo Zuna to the Cardinals, or their other best player. So Lebetard's freaking out. How can baseball allow this to happen baseball to the Marlins? Been really bad to South Florida for many years, and I don't believe that uh, baseball deserves a single customer in South Florida. So. That's where we start, and it's not much of a welcome, but... It's a nice way of saying thank you for the time. Well, thank you for the time, but thank you for the time, but I want to get to the question. So, thank you, Rob, for joining us, but were you aware... And again. Let me just... And this comes after, on Monday, when his boss, the guy that hired him, the president of ESPN, stepped down. Yeah, right. Drug abuse or substance abuse. Uh... But Levitard made, without a doubt, the most captivating radio, not sports talk radio, but just radio uh, that I've heard in a long time. Uh, on multiple occasions, he put the MLB commissioner who joined the show yesterday, Rob Manfred, uh, he put him on the spot. Where uh, he, he put him with questions that, like, Everyone else is afraid to ask, you know, having those two World Series champions. Rob, were you aware of Jeter's plan to trade players and slash payroll? You know, it's interesting. Um, Yes or no, please. Yes or no, please. Uh, You know, I'm happy to do yes or no's. You can you can elaborate afterward. I just want to know if you were aware of that plan. Like you if you did you approve a plan that had slash payroll again for South Florida? Where uh, he, he put them with questions that like. Everyone else is afraid to ask, you know, Golick and Wingo. They're not asking these questions. Did you know Derek Jeter planned to slash payroll and I did and not pocket the profits? And I did. I did not know that. Yeah. That's what he said. He said I did we not know that. Approve um, operating decisions by any. Ownership, new Rob, owners, Rob. current owners, or not, Rob. and as a result, he said, the answer to the commissioner does not deal with the inner workings of uh, new owners of teams with players and payroll. And Levitard's well, like, you're lying. That question is no. I'm not going to be deposed like this is some adversary thing. You want to ask me questions? I'll answer them the way that I want to answer them. Okay, but if that's, that's not fine. good enough. We can move on. No, that's fine. I'll do it that way. But you can't come. You're coming on here and saying that you weren't aware of Jeter's plan to trade players and slash payroll. Like we're starting with a lie, Rob. Like that's where we're starting. Like yeah, it's true. You can see that too when they uh, just traded that guy from the Marlins. They're, they're, they basically yeah. bought this team for all this money. They're, they have to make. They have to start cutting all this money to save because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they're, they're trading people left and right. You call me a liar. I explained to you that we do not, we do not get involved in operating level decisions in the ownership process, the ownership approval process. Clubs make those local decisions. Rob, were you made, Were you aware of his plan though? Were you no. aware of it? Trying to get no. rid of. Who's their superstar that they have? Giancarlo Stanton, and they also trade yeah, the guy Stanton. who bats over 300, Marcelo Zuno. Uh, yeah, they're just getting rid of. They're just they're just making the team worse, and they're. It's like a guy that buys a dealership that knows nothing about cars, and is like, oh, well, I, 
let's just get rid of this SUV. And it's like, well, that's like, you know, why people are coming to the games. Rob Manfred with us on ESPN. But I don't, uh, I, we got to save Rob, money. Is it normal Bill, when, when new owners are buying a team, Major League Baseball, is it normal for them to say, hey, here's the vision, here's what we're going to do, we're going to trade Stanton, we're going to slash payroll? Isn't that a normal practice? Like, correct us if we're wrong. I, I, is that a normal I, like, practice? This can't, I, it sounds like this was a surprise to you, Rob, and it, it just seems that stretches credibility. Like, a surprise that Jeter was going to do this? Like, you know what the money is. You know how much Jeter has. You know the amount of money involved. Like, you know the dollar amounts. Uh, this is happening without. It just that part it, doesn't it, make sense. What do you? What about that? Doesn't make sense. We don't approve, dictate, or necessarily ask clubs what they're. The paper do. of what's costing the most, and they're cutting it. But you need you need and that to that, fuel it. And that's fine because you do have to do that in some places. But this is like the fourth time they've done that to the Marlins. In their entire existence, they they break down and rebuild and have to suck for a long time. Two championships have come out of it, but I, they were 15 and 20 years ago. Yeah, so I didn't know that was that many times, but Combs, I certainly is, uh, you know, Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy. Oh my gosh. Locked. Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah. Sells. $100 million worth of WWE shares to help fund sports-focused company. What? Now it all makes sense. Trump's been bad-mouthing all the, WWE, or all the NFL players. So when Vince brings back the XFL... Oh, I read that. It might come back. He did so, the filing noted, primarily to fund a separate entity from the company, Alpha Entertainment, LLC, which McMahon established to explore investment opportunities across the sports and entertainment landscape, including professional football. I feel like right now... Like it's a stupid move? No, it might be a good move. It might be a good, like, developmental league. Yeah, but nobody's ever going to watch any football league that's not the NFL. I don't I care know. who you have on there. No one's going to be like, well, I'm going to watch the, you know, Los Angeles traffic controllers play the, you know, Scranton, you know, uh, McCombsies. Oh, no, no, I'm watching the Eagles. I'm not I'm not going to any other league. Right. Would I you can, watch it? Would you watch minor league baseball over major league baseball? Never. Never. It's I not can, happening. I could barely I can barely get into college. Vince McMahon just needs to calm down and blow his brains out. What? He just needs to what? retire. No, he can he never to... retire. He can't. He's a workaholic. His... But the XFL was a, was a disastrous failure. His uh, separate entity from the company, Alpha Entertainment LLC. I mean, if that he is like mm. a personality, alpha, male... I can never stop. No, right. You're right. You, you, you're absolutely right. Correcto. Dom, Dunkin' Donuts. Hmm. Over to basketball. Come see. Oh, yeah. NBA app, man. Let's get my boner just dripping with blood. Just dripping. Dripping, 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 another game on, dripping, dripping, another game on. Sixers were up 22 points, and they blew it. Oh, yeah. sweet. 
I didn't realize the game that's on right now, Spurs and somebody, it's the NBA on TNT. Barkley and Shaq and all those guys at halftime, best best show. They're the oh, only yeah, it's sports great. commentators that I actually like listen to. Right. Shaq too. Shaq's great. I know. I could listen to Shaq all day. You know? I really could. I wanna do a rap of samples of Shaq, but like mixed in there like Burgerfly. He just he just came walking out onto the stage like behind all of them in this all white suit and glasses. He Love just comes him. walking out real slow. He's got a Superman tattoo. He, he's nice to kids. He's a secret sheriff. I don't know how nimble his fingers are on those keyboards, but like you gotta love the guy. Come on, he's one of the greats. His name's Shaq. Not like Shaq. There's no scandals behind him. No. Shaq didn't rape a woman. He didn't spit in the face. He's Shaq. Yeah. You're not like him. Big fan. So Sixers were uh, up 22 points on the Raptors, who were like the third or fourth best team in the East. And yeah. without Joel Embiid and JJ Redick, they blew it. Cleveland halts the Bulls' winning streak at 6, 115-112 over them. Uh, the Suns take down the Grizzlies by 2, 97-95 in Phoenix. And the Knicks, like we said earlier, freaking Beasley. Michael, Michael Beasley. He's been on like 100 teams. He was like a number two yeah. pick. He had like 36 points, and the Knicks beat the Celtics 102-93. Close. In the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, the (laughs) FIU Golden Golden Panthers get smashed by the Temple Owls. Ooh. 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 As the NFL season slowly comes to a close, the Seahawks get slapped in the face with a $100,000 fine because they violated concussion protocol. What? With, you want to take a guess who they were that stupid with? (gasps) Oh, the Philadelphia Eagles? No. No, it was what? with one of their players. Oh, uh, with that, uh, what's his name? Sherman. Uh-uh. He's from Compton. Not Sherman, but their yeah. best player on offense, Superman himself, Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Wilson. They violated concussion protocol about a month ago, and $100,000. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Like, that's like uh, that's nothing to them though. Yeah, Hundred thousand like, dollars. Please leave a quarter in the swear jar, sir, for using that abruptly foul language. Yeah, sure, no problem. Fine. But we're talking about his brain. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it might affect things. It might become uh, I don't know. Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez. He had the worst case of CT ever seen. He did, did some messed up things. What about Junior Seau? He shot himself in the chest. My gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, your boy, 
And I was stunned by this, but I'm actually happy finally someone's denying it. Warren Moon totally denies allegations in harassment lawsuit. So. Oh, good. Because he was a, like, for hitting his wife the one time? I don't know. Oh, no. Moon. He was number one. He played for Houston Oilers with his blue uniforms. He was a black guy. How do you not like him? He's great. Lorenzo White. He's disputed as totally untrue Wendy Haskell's allegations that Mood made unwanted and unsolicited unsolicited sexual advances as part of her role as his assistant for working sports it's not true. marketing. It's not true. He's Warren Mood. There's not this thing is unwanted advances. Take it. Yeah. If he came in, Jay was like, hey, Jan, you want to go out? I'd be like, here's some money. Have a great night, kids. I'll be here when you get back. It's Warren Moon. Relax. Yeah, like like the woman who said Kobe took her into a bathroom stall. and I, He I recovered still from that. That's that. the one guy that came back was Kobe. Right. Yes, yes Kobe came back from that. But, he got his own endorsements back. He won like two championships. He came he's back. He's an athlete. It's a oh, you're talking about like, like public figures, uh, right? Like he came. You know, it was last interesting. week Kobe couldn't do without me. You know how I be. Last week Kobe couldn't do without me. I call myself big, but I'm not as good as Biggie. I call myself big because I live next to Diddy. Excuse me, Diddy live night boy trying to be more nigga than me. Okay, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Well, celebrity athletes come back quicker because you forget things quick. Remember when Vic came to the Eagles and they were winning for a while? Right. You, you didn't talk about dogs that much. You're like, eh, right. I'm a big fan of Vic. When he got signed, people were like, fuck Vic, never. After four wins, they're like, you know, hashtag Vic. Let me change my profile picture to his jersey. You forget that when you're winning. That's what I'm saying. Like, people bought his jersey because he was winning, and that's what athletes do. It's like, well, okay, they're not arrested, so – I guess they can keep working for us. They can keep playing this sport. And if they win, people totally forget about all the bad shit you did. Right. Right. Tell me how my ass tastes. Back to basketball real quick. The Rockets winning streak halted at 14. Chris Paul left the game in the middle. The Lakers... The weird Los Angeles Lakers. They suck, but they're like beating all these good teams like down to the wire. They hit a stride. They're 11 and 18. More stay of my life, what do you think? And uh, I think it would be so cool if the Sixers, the Knicks, the Celtics, and the Lakers are all good again. And it seems like they're all trending thusly. It would be dynamic. Partially. School meets new school. Yeah, so it would be 61 Buick means 92 Oldsmobile. And back atop oh, no. the Pacific West Division Conference at 15-2 yes. at home, the Vegas Gold Golden Knights. 
They won against ooh against the Lightning, who we all know are very good. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they're doing well until Saturday at home. They are twenty-two nine and two. Love it. Yeah, we're big fans of the Golden Knights here at the podcast, Sister Linda Jean Studios. They're tremendous. Third in goals per game. It's amazing, actually, for an expansion team to have that kind of record I, first I, I, year. It's, For a city that's so never insane. hosted a professional sports team ever. Right. It's incredible. I wonder how the numbers are. I wonder if people are packing up the uh, the right. Golden Knights games. Are people going there? I mean, it's not, it's not a hockey town by any means. It's in the middle of the desert. I'd be curious to know those. I'd be curious to, to delve into those stats. Yeah, that is like Florida being a hockey town. Yeah, not Tampa even. Bay Light. It's like even like worse. Dallas Lone Stars. North Stars? Remember when they moved from Minnesota North Stars to Dallas, and you're like, ah, the coldest state and the hottest state. And they were called the Lone Stars? They changed? Right. There used to be North Stars, and there was uh, Lone Stars. I didn't even know that changed. Dude, have you checked out their, like, gear? The uh, oh. Golden Knights? Yeah. No, I haven't. Is it good? I haven't either. I, I can barely, like, see their uniforms and what they really look like because the screen is so little. I wonder, I might be interested so cool. in sprinkling some of their ginger upon my breast. Oh, I might be having to slice in a bit of paprika to that uh, that unleavened bread of Christmas presents you desire in your lunch. Doesn't make any sense, but yeah, I'll, I'll get your hat. Unleavened bread. <laughs> unleavened. Opening Sorry. the chamber. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, you know what? Before we go, I've heard that before. Before we go, I wanted to check. Oh my gosh! We made a mistake last show. I can't remember. Oh yeah. Did did the we... Eagles play who on Monday night? And do they play Monday night? No. Christ's birth. I think they do. Right. No, I think they they play Monday night. Sports with John. But we and said I got the... all the facts. We said on the last show. That the Eagles were playing the Cowboys. Cowboys next. And they play them actually on Christmas Eve at 10 a.m., which is kind of cool. However, this Monday they do play the Raiders um, at 5.30 p.m., which is New cool. Year's Eve. New Year's Eve they do play the at Cowboys. At 10 a.m.? Uh, that's L.A. times they're showing uh, me. So it's one in Philadelphia, which would be great for me. I wake up, Cabo? wake up ready to party with some 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 Vuclico and, and then I'm watching the Eagles at 10 o'clock. But they do play the Raiders this Monday, which we... Vuclico. Oh, yeah, the best. Yellow label, man. Better get that in you. Mm. Right, Raiders in Philly. It's, Ver, it's on actually Monday pronounced Vuclico, Ver, but it's the yellow label champagne. It's about $50 a bottle. It's great. It's the best champagne for its class. Forget the Osti and, and all that bullshit. Get spend the fifty. I don't you pour it. Champagne. It was great with oysters. Uh, oh, there's nothing like it, John. Nice verve clico uh, and some oysters. Nothing like it. Give me I drink champagne with lunch. Yeah, that's why you you, you you eat some salt and you know. So you anyway, Raiders. You know what the thing is with champagne? It gets you drunk real quick, but then yeah. like if you keep going, it just like makes you almost like sober. And a bit of a pounder. Yeah, you just have to have two glasses tops. That's it. Yeah, see. So that's awesome. Christmas Day, Steelers, Houston, snooze fest. Then Raiders, Eagles in Philly were wearing the all-black unis. 
That's amazing. Christmas Day. You and I will be doing a lot of live dick text. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. We'll be doing. We'll be ta- We'll be in communicado because it's Christmas. <laughs> no, there's no. There's no. No, no dick text. Dick sting. Can dick we? Sting. Amazing though. Yeah, we're in the black uniforms. Actually, you know what? Let's. Uh, Penn State plays Tappy. Washington in the Fiesta Bowl on the thirtieth. Nice. New Year's Eve, Eve, and in college basketball. I just want to go yeah. over the top five. Is that okay? Oh, by all means. It's your, it's your barbecue, John. It tastes good. I got to see. If, uh, I think you said that the Coons one time. When it was the Bob and Matt hour. Bob and yeah, Clark it's your hour. Barbecue. It's oh. your barbecue, Bob, and it tastes good. And yeah, we're going to have Coons back on, man. Or Bob. Great man. show. So, Did he mention if we can say his full name? Because I've said he, his full name on the show all the time. Yeah, the last time we said it a few times, and I never heard it. And then I was worried that I was going to get killed, so I, I didn't say it again. But nah. Let's have him back on. Southern gentleman, diary. <laughs> we'll do top six. Please. Standing right now undefeated, number one in the nation, 11-0. and 0. You're Villanova Wildcats, bitch. Love them. Love them. I feel they thought they were going to waltz to the Final Four last year, and they got upset in the Sweet 16. I don't think that'll happen this year. That coach is the man. Uh, Michigan State, Spartans at number two. The Arizona State, State Sun Devils, number three. Duke, number four, North Carolina, number five. And at number six, the Hurricanes of Miami. Interesting. I, they, they've never been really a big basketball school, but they've been slowly no. getting better. So I'm excited about it. Can we? Just don't just don't let Roy Williams see you wear that jacket. Access the Apple Dick feed. Over here at the Apple Dick Feed, we have nothing going on with Mayweather, but I'm going to say, because last episode we decided to retire the full Mayweather updates, because quite frankly, everybody, he's boring, he's conceited, he's not even an athlete anymore. But Final thing I'm going to say is he is denying talks with UFC. He only said he could make that much money. He could, but he's not. Okay. But he I could if he wanted to. Dana White said they were having meetings. I would just stop trying to negotiate with that douche. It's Sorry. interesting. That they, they have had meetings, they said. But then Mayweather came out and said, well, I've talked to people, but I said I could do it. I feel like he, he doesn't know if he wants to or not. Right. And he's like just creating fine. hype to keep himself relevant because he's bored. So we'll see what happens. But until I'm going to retire the Mayweather updates until there's anything substantial, like he's fighting on March 17th, and then we'll get back into it. But that's it. Otherwise, he's just – it's all fluff. It's funny. I was, you know – I was very adamant about, like, just I hate him and I don't want to hear about him. He makes me Hi. angry listening back to him. But then I saw on the Apple Dick feed, he's talking <laughs> to Dana White about doing mixed martial arts. He'd get his ass kicked, but I'd, lo- I'd, I'd watch it. Great. That would be amazing. It would be really interesting, but I don't – it's not in the foreseeable future. However, 
this is what happened with McGregor and uh, Mayweather a year and a half ago. It would be great if those two fought. Mayweather's not interested in doing that. And then a couple months later, he said he might entertain the idea. And then six months later, it's announced. It's happening. So these could be the seeds of uh, Mm. a money payday for these guys, and that's happening. And it would be great for the sport, uh, UFC, and it would be great for, I guess, his his bank account. But we'll see what happens. It could be 50-50 at this point, if if you ask me. Yeah, I mean... You're right. The Mayweather-McGregor thing, they've talked about that for five years. Uh, right. Right. USA Gymnastics paid... How much is going to bother you that this guy is so bad? Sorry. What was that? I, I pulled up a Mayweather clip from before, but I, I didn't realize he was still breaststroking. This is what this guy sounds like. This is this man's vernacular. Come on. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I won. I know I won. I know I'm the better fighter. We fight 10 times, I'm going to win 10 times. We fight 20 times, I'm going to win 20 times. We fight 100 times, I'm going to win 100 times. Manny Pacquiao, just he's not a better fighter than me. No way around the board. Could you detect at any time in the fight that he was having a problem with his shoulder? Absolutely not. He's... He, he was fast. He sounds like a guy that's that's out of breath. That's just like absolutely not. I would never. I would never make fun of a girl in math class. I'm here to learn. You know. I've, it's like yeah. I don't believe anything you're saying. Right. Like I feel like the questioning could have gone like this. You know, like or maybe his answers. You know, no, Manny Pacquiao isn't as strong as me. Uh, I one time fought an alien. And he had eight arms, and I beat him up. So he, I could beat Manny Pacquiao up 20 times, 100 times, 1,000 times, 5,000 times, 50,000 times. One time I was playing basketball with this guy in a mask on, and the stipulations were high. So I put my foot forward, and I beat him 100 to 2. And that guy took off his mask, and it was Michael Jordan in his prime, and I could do it again. And one time at football camp, I was playing this guy with a helmet on, had one of those visors to block the sun out, and I didn't know who was was in it. So we, we decided to have a throwing contest for completion percentage bests, and I beat him. And that guy took off his 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 helmet, and there were two heads there. It was Joe Montana and Tom Brady in their primes, and I beat them both. And I could do it again because I'm out of breath for some reason because I'm hiding money around my house. I'm really like the best boxer ever. I maybe I'm not boring, and I'm really good at knocking guys out. Um, like a, a, in a quarter of my matches, I've knocked out guys. Other than that, I just don't lose for twelve rounds, and I'm real exciting. <laughs> well, this one time at boxing camp, I stuck a glove into my hands and I beat the guy because I, I'm really good at doing that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Hey, uh, Mayweather, can you just answer yes or no? Absolutely not. I need to use superlatives and high adverbs in order to talk every sentence because I'm so full of myself. <laughs> why is he always out of breath? Why is, why is it sound like he just smoked a bong? It's, uh, John and I were cooking on the grill because, hey, Ashley's pregnant, so we do a lot of grilling because that, cause that gets us out of the house because she's like inside like whining about stuff, like being pregnant and stuff. So we go outside and grill and... uh. <laughs> The, the the rolls were on sale, uh, Publix. Absolutely not. Okay, great, thanks. It was it was a yes or no. Publix. Oh, I, 
I can't wait to get down to Publix next time we're down in Florida, man. Fucking love it. USA Gymnastics struck a deal <laughs> wait for that. Michaela Maroney. To, you, you, you didn't give me a window. I was waiting for the... No, you, you weren't waiting Sixers down 20. I just love it. Michaela Maroney favorite... to keep... Do you remember Michaela Maroney? No. She was one of the Olympic gymnasts who won... The, the, her team won the gold. I think she won an individual gold. She made the face like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she won yeah, the silver. Yeah, you talked about her before. I always thought she was the hottest one. Um, yeah. They struck a deal with her to keep any mention of her abuse by former team doctor Larry Nassar out of the, out of the public eye, according to Maroney's lawyer. So she's like doubling down here. This team doctor abused her, and USA Gymnastics paid her not to, like, turn him in. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, it's all... Oh, I did read something on that. Corruption. It is. Yeah, it's really it's really backwards. And that... Oh, my gosh. It, it, it's still going because I'm a man. It's not going anymore. I'm sorry. Let's just watch a movie. I'm just... I have a headache. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Punch John. Punch John. Punch John. That's part of the show. SWJ. This is like Sports a John. Oh, it's like, it's like a crumpet. Like a biscuit. Ooh, a biscuit. I don't know. I give it a I give it like a four. Very bland. A biscuit. Yeah. You know, it's like good. coffee cookies. I love them. I love Sorry. to dip them. Just the tips, but they're they're good. I do like biscotti. Biscotti with a little chocolate. Lace biscotti, yeah, with a nice cappuccino. Yeah, that Maybe one. Maybe a smoke. Yeah, that one. Nothing was, like it. That one was bland. That one was yucky. How much coffee do you drink? One cup. Okay. Yeah, me but too. But a big mug, you know, like a a Sunday coffee mug, like not one cup yeah. measuring size. It's probably like a cup and a half. Yeah, I don't think they make like the regular cups anymore unless it's like a novelty. Remember in the like nineties and eighties, the cup coffee cups were all the same size. Now they're like big. Mm-hmm. Like wine glasses. Wine glasses are like twice the size they were twenty years ago yeah. because they can sell more that way. Drinking glasses. I have uh I have a mug that's the shape of Darth Vader's helmet. Ooh. It's, it's pretty cup. sweet. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. You saw the Star Wars mug that you got at seven eleven? This might have been like, I think this is when The Force Awakens was, was coming out. It was like two years ago, but you bought some mug they have at 7-Eleven, like what? a coffee cup, like a thermos or something, but they oh, had like, yeah. I think you got R2-D2. Oh, no. Hmm. I kind of, I, I, dude, I totally forgot about that. I like, I That was one of those things that I got it and I loved it, used it so much, I lost it in 10 days. Yeah, right. You know, I brought it around with me too much. Nice. Oh, what the hell is this? Looks like a powdered cookie with jelly in the middle. Don't forget to watch the Eagles on Monday night. Christmas Day. I think there's nothing sweeter than... Oh, that looks good. It's angel or red velvet. Oh, love red velvet. I don't seek it, but when it's in front of me, I yeah, love it. Exactly. 
never seek it, never even think de- about it. But when it's there, I dive. Yeah, never think it's not in my lexicon ever. But if someone's like, "Oh, the red velvet cupcakes," I'm like, two on this plate right here," but I never seek it. I'm Don't forget to watch the Eagles Monday night. Uh, Christmas Day is something very special about a Monday night football game with oh. the Eagles on Christmas Day oh. against the Raiders. Oh. Who uh, it's just a cool, cool game altogether. You know, you're in the best mood. You're a, a great day of presents, family, celebrating the Lord's birth. No work the next day. You're on like a three-day oh high, and this game comes on. You're going to help yourself to one too many beers, and it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. I'm excited for one. It's going to be beautiful. I'm kind of pissed. I just realized I have off, or I don't have off Tuesday. How is that possible? Nazi, How do they let Nazi regime? Sounds like you were going to have a case of the runs, my friend, and you'll be calling out on Tuesday. I guess because you work from home, you can't call out because you're already home, so you got to be like, a tree knocked down the internet. But then how are you talking to me now? Got to go. It's, I never call out sick. I uh, Even when I am sick, I don't. I have right. 55 hours of unused PTO that like they're not sure if it'll roll over or... I may be able to use it. Dude, paternity leave, you don't get paid for any of it. They're like, we'll give you 12 weeks. I'm like, what? They're like, unpaid. I'm like, well, then what? That, that's like being fired. pay my bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just, we're, things are great. We'll just do that. They're like, your job is protected. I'm like, no, it isn't. Just because you wow. say it is doesn't mean I'm going to come back and everything's going to be the same. Diddly that's crazy. Baggins. So I'm only taking two weeks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to slice tonight down to the uh, column day dub- W? Yeah. yeah Tweet sure. us. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Nerd.35. And please remember to listen to all the shows for free on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. We'll return with Michael Biscardi and the full gang. All shows sponsored by Live Media shortly. Damn and uh, we'd like to say, what's that? I forgot. I wanted to discuss making sports with john brought to you by live web media uh just so i say it at the beginning of every maybe i'll add it to the song yeah i love your cuts too man they're 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 getting tighter and tighter yeah i i need to not be so liberal with them i noticed on the last show i was like fuck i'm kind of like going all over the place no way no it's great it's our fan base we all over the place they're all great it's last of all from the gentleman in charge of, did you want to do that in the next show, or did you? Were you still going talking about something with Live One Media? I didn't mean to cut you off no, there no, with no. my, yeah. my gingerbread. Next oh, show. gingerbread! That's another one. That's yeah. a new one. Forget, forget, public gingerbreads back. Yep, spice latte. The gentleman in charge of taking a step back in year four to Raiders quarterback Derek Carr, Jonathan Ashinger, to the man that's in charge of looking at tires in the number four on his own car while drunk, Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening and. Bon voyage, everybody. I'm giving Red Velvet a 10. And Godspeed. Maybe even 11. Disgusting asshole.
Freckle cheeks and a butt chin. Calling up party animals. Get on the floor when I pop up on some whack-a-mole shit. Number 35 coming right at at you. Slicey, fast. Like a little the, sampling. A little sampling there. That is the uh, Montgomery Christmas album. Sample of. Just buy it on iTunes. It's called, uh, we, we we called it uh, Revival. You know, we put it under Eminem, but it's it's us. It's it's. Fival. Yeah. I, I think it should be called. Do I sound five. echoey to you? Very echoey, like a cave, like a huh. like a mooned cave, uh, like in Castaway with Wilson. I'm going on with this. So, tweet us at the underscore podcastle and uh, snaps and Urda thirty five. How about now? Echo. Fuck. Yeah, we should start over. There's a there's a there's an echo. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me let this cat out. Check check check. What do I? What do I sound? Say something again, man. Dude, I. I it sounds like. I can yeah um I can hear myself. Picking up the computer mic, not the uh the headset. Yep, I know I know uh, I know exactly what to do. A few things I did er, uh, learn. Since we kind of forced ourselves to do this. Hey. There we go. Man, that was scary. All right, let's do a countdown. Yo, Grace. No, I will leave you in. Huh? Huh? What? What do I say? So sorry, bad. sorry for the delay, my lord. I had to get all these little birds back in the back in the cages. <clears throat> Okay. We're gonna slice it. We're gonna slice it. We're gonna dick it. And exactly, cinco, cuatro, tres, dos. Oh my gosh. start with you and kind of ask you out of all the Christmases I know you're a festive turkey dipping man during the holidays <laughs> you fry the turkey and you didn't burn down the house dipping? yeah you Jakar posted on Instagram like I fried the turkey and didn't burn the house down and it's like this huge vat like the Joker oh. fell into it's like a vat that like if you fell into you would come out you would either die or come out deformed and evil mad No, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now.